Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon. And in today's episode, we're going to cover part two of our three-part series on the three breakthroughs to create a business that grows itself. And this second breakthrough is uh, is really critical as you begin to grow. So if you if you heard the last uh, episode, episode one in this little mini series, we talked about breaking through the demand breakthrough. And with the demand breakthrough, really, it that's getting through that first little stage where you maybe feel like you are doing a really good job with your clients. And, um, and when you get a client, they're really happy. When you're in front of a prospect, you close them, but you're just not seeing enough people to hit your goals. And you've got to get kind of through that stage um, before you move on and begin to think about other things. And the market leader breakthrough is really the thing that comes next once you've got that demand going. And it, you bump into it because once you've solved that demand problem and you've got plenty of demand, you've got plenty of prospects coming to you and you're able to pick and choose a little bit, which doesn't take very long to get to if you approach it the right way. When you get there, you suddenly hit a capacity wall, meaning you've got more business than you can handle you're probably working really crazy hours and you have all the leads coming in that you need, but your income is capped because you can't do any more work. And yes, you maybe have to grow your, your production team, your, you know, whoever is helping you fulfill on the work. But, um, but the other way to grow income is to increase fees. And the market leader breakthrough is really all about increasing fees and using the demand that you've created to um, to really kind of act as as that energy you need to get escape velocity to escape out of commoditization. And it, this is a critical thing. I mean, we have clients that are at this stage right now and, uh, and, and it's really often like a pressure vice because you're stuck there. You've got all this work, which is great, and you're happy for it. But you've you suddenly realize you've got a nightmare on your hands because you're working probably all you can work, and your income is capped. And so the the most immediate way out of that, and the least risky way out of that, is to increase fees. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to accomplish that. Um, but what you have to understand is that the there is a huge, huge barrier to increasing your fees right now that didn't exist a generation ago. Right now, if you're in professional services, unlike any other time in history when it used to be that if you had a professional degree of some sort or specialized training, specialized knowledge of some sort, that you pretty much could write your own ticket. You were set. Well, the boom in education, the higher education that's happened over the last 25 years means that you have more people with that higher education. You see it in law, you see it in engineering, you see it in architecture, you see it now in medicine, at least at the general practitioner level. And, and on top of that, we've seen an education boom around the world. So as you've gotten these uh, emerging economies have, have, you know, come up over the last 20 to 30 years and, all of the people in those countries have raised their level of education. They are now also competition for uh, for you, really, no matter where you are in the world. 
this makes it harder and harder to differentiate and to get premium fees. Now, the reason that, that most businesses struggle to get premium fees is really, really simple. There's no uniqueness in the business. When I talk to prospects who are, are interested in, in working with us to help them kind of overcome these, these three, uh, these th make these, these three breakthroughs happen, one of the questions I ask is, well, what makes you any different than anyone else? I was talking with a, a financial advisor earlier today, and I said, there's 300,000 financial advisors in the United States. What makes you different? Why would anyone do business with you versus the other 299,999? And he didn't have a good answer. And he's not alone in that. Most people don't have a good answer for why their business is unique, why their business is different, and why it uniquely serves the people that it is created to serve. And if you don't have that answer, unfortunately, you're going to be stuck with price competition. You're going to have a really difficult time increasing your fees and getting clients to stick over the long haul at those higher fees. This is a critical breakthrough that you've got to make if you're going to be profitable for the long term and if you're going to reduce your overall co competition for the long term. You've got to get out of the business of being really easily interchangeable with anyone else. Now, the escape path to go from commoditization into a bigger, better future is what we call the market leader breakthrough. You've got to turn yourself into a market leader where you're looked at and seen as a category of one. Now, you've probably heard that terminology before, that category of one. It's been around for a long time. It's been used in a lot of places. But what we're going to do over the next few minutes as we walk through this, I'm going to share with you some really practical steps that you can use to actually engineer that category of one for yourself. There's actually three steps to do it. So let's talk about the three steps that you need to go through and create for yourself if you're going to get to the point where you can look around and say, yeah, we're the market leader for our market. And these are really practical steps. We're going to break them down. There are parts to each that you need to pay attention to. But when you put them together at the end of the day, you're going to end up with a really clear, straightforward path to get to that level of market leader for your market. Now, in the last episode in this little mini series, I talked about the ideal client and all of what we're gonna talk about here to get to that market leader level requires that you get clear on who your ideal client is first and foremost. In fact, to engineer for yourself the demand breakthrough, which is the kind of first rung on this ladder, you've gotta be very clear on who your ideal client is or you're gonna be pretty ineffective at attracting them. So you need to go into this kind of informed by that, that decision of who your ideal client is. Now, a lot of people who talk about, you know, creating the category of one and, and setting yourself apart in differentiation, talk about coming up with a unique selling proposition or some other thing like that. And those are all wonderful. But what we found is that there's actually a step before that, especially in professional services that if you don't take it, it's gonna make it really hard to do all of the rest. And it's a step that is a little bit kind of counterintuitive and one that honestly, I haven't heard a whole lot of other people talk about. 
that first step that you have to take is you have to address your network. The network of people that you have relationship with, that are friendly to you, that like you in the business world, that are you know around you in your market, um, you've got to work on developing those relationships. And it's important for one really simple reason, because see, those relationships tell the market a lot about who you are, because frankly, you are who you run with. So the crowd you hang around, the business people you associate with, that is who you are. They are a reflection of you. And so what we have found is that the fastest, easiest way to leap ahead and kind of jump to the, to the leader of the pack is to start associating with people who are further along in the journey than you. And it's a relatively easy strategy to do it, but you've got to really focus on that because if you don't fix that piece first, then one of the primary signals to everyone in your market that you're a leader isn't going to be there. And that's association. You've really got to take care of that. Now, our approach to doing that is what we call the exponential network strategy. And it's a thing that we take our clients through where we're very intentional about looking at who we need to connect with and going out and, and using some really simple techniques that don't cost you anything. You don't have to give lavish gifts. You don't have to travel, but you can do very simple things that give real benefit to those people and, uh, and, and allow you to sort of gather around you folks that are influential in the market. And when you're associated with them and not associated superficially, but associated with them in a real relationship, that it adds value and, and creates the both the appearance and the reality that you're a market leader. So that's the first key step is you've got to focus on your network and you got to be very strategic about it. You need to actually sit down, put pen to paper and make a list of the people who are in your network now and make a list of the ones who need to come into your network to take you to that next level. The second thing that you've got to do is you've got to create what we call an authority platform. And the authority platform really has three key components to it. So the first is that it's consistent. And by consistent, I mean, if, if you're going to publish your platform on, you know, the second Tuesday of every month, that it always goes out on the second Tuesday of every month. And it shows up month after month after month after month, not, you know, once this month, and then you wait three months, and then you send out two in a row, and then it takes six months before the next one. And, and, and you're inconsistent like that. That doesn't build authority, doesn't build trust. You've got to publish consistently. Which brings me to the second part of your authority platform. You have to publish. People who are authorities publish. You can publish in so many different ways today versus just a few years ago. So you can publish like we are right now with a podcast, audio content. You can write and publish it on your website, publish it in, you know, a million other websites where that, you know, your prospects might be hanging out and you can publish in magazines. Magazines always need content, especially trade magazines. You can publish in video. 
so many ways that you can publish right now, but you have to publish if you want to be seen as an authority. Now, when you combine the two, when you combine publishing and consistency, you also get the benefit of showing up regularly in the lives of your best prospects and your clients and your best partners. So you're always top of mind. You've solved that problem. You don't have to go to every networking event around. You just show up through your platform and they remember you. Now, the third component of your authority platform is your worldview. This one is one that a lot of people miss. You have to have an opinion about the way the world should be as it relates to what you do. Being very opinionated is actually very good for your marketing because you're going to attract people who agree with your worldview. And they're the ones that are most likely to buy from you that don't require you to convince them of anything. They will sit there reading or listening, nodding their heads. It's as if you're preaching to the choir. That's exactly the experience you want them to have. And at the same time, there are going to be people who disagree with your worldview, disagree with your perspective. And you know what? Great. Because they're not going to convert anyway. They're not going to become your customer. You might as well sort that out way out on the front end before you invest any time, effort, or money in them. But you've got to have an authority platform. Without an authority platform, you're really dead in the water because you don't have any way to consistently follow up and you end up being the, hey, I'm just checking in guy. It's a deadly place to be for a professional. You can't chase prospects. Kills your authority. Kills your leadership. Your job is leadership. Your job with your prospects, with your clients, is leading them to the solution that they need. So those are the three key components of your authority platform. You got to publish, you got to publish consistently, and you got to publish your worldview. And if you do that, you will quickly begin to give people the correct impression that you are, in fact, the market leader. All right, so that brings me to the third key piece if you're trying to create market leadership. And that's your pricing. And, you know, a lot of people worry about raising prices and a lot of people really worry about trying to do that in a way that looks like they're adding a lot of value. But you don't necessarily have to manufacture new value. A lot of times the value that you create is already there, but you don't talk about it. There's a famous, famous story about Schlitz beer back in the, the early part of the, the 1900s. They were the number five beer brand in the world. Number five, they were not the market leader. And along comes a copywriter who uh, went through their plant, famously went through their plant, looked at every little process and the way that they brewed beer. And he wrote it down. And he turned that into their advertising campaign. And so he talked about how they ref used cold filtering and how they refrigerated the beer and all of these different things. And he took the processes that they had and he made them conscious and visible to the, the potential buyers, to the prospects. Well, the secret was that every other beer company did, did everything that he outlined exactly the same way. They didn't have a unique process. 
but because they began talking about the process openly when no one else had, and they began naming the process, they, be, they got to a point where they could own that process, took them from number five to number one. And you have the ability to do the same thing in your business. We work with our clients to create proprietary systems that are theirs. It's their way of doing things. Yes, maybe, you know, if you're an attorney, maybe every attorney files their briefs in, you know, the same way. Well, that's great. But if you expose the four-step process that's required to file a brief and you name it and you're able to describe it and talk about why each step is important, suddenly you have a process no one else has. And your competitors are never going to figure out that they need to do the same. And so when you put these three pieces together, your network, who you run with, your authority platform that gives you a way to communicate your unique value, your worldview consistently, and your proprietary system, what we call the price expander system, you now have a powerful tool that sets you apart, far apart from all of your competition get you to the point where you, you become a market leader in the eyes of your ideal client and you're able to increase your fees. This is really critical. This is where you go from having lots of work to having lots of profit. And that's an important transition to make in business. So I hope this has been really, really helpful. If you didn't catch the first episode in this mini series, go back and, and listen to that first episode. There'll be a link in the show notes to that. And stay tuned because... Next week, we're going to cover the next episode in this three-part series, and we're going to talk about the Freedom Breakthrough. Catch you then.